0: Hello my friends, happy Thursday, happy week. This week that I'm recording this is flying by. Um, I've been so laser focused, especially after um, I took the week last week to do a lot of planning and strategizing and just like deep work. Since then I've been extremely focused and not on social media, not showing up on Instagram stories, but just very focused on everything from what exactly I need to do in the business every day to my health. Um, to my family and just like very disciplined. So that feels really good right now. Um, one of the things that I did last week when I was on my CEO week was I created a couple of resources for our ads teams to use for clients. There's a lot of information that's constantly in my head in terms of marketing strategies. And I do my best to give that to the ads team to benefit our clients with like bonus resources. And one of those that I created was how to leverage and optimize your paid ad leads. So this is something we will put in our client presentation to just help the client when they come on, understand things that they can be doing on their side to get the most out of bringing in paid ad leads. So I really believe in a core value of mine is leveraging paid ads um, from your business in a holistic way, so not just you know ever focusing in your marketing on just paid ads or just organic marketing or just affiliates or just you know one thing but not trying to do everything but slowly maybe it's one thing at a time that you're adding to your you know list of of efforts but slowly adding in all different places where people can see your brand, can hear about your offer, you know, and and ultimately grow your business. And so there's ways that you can leverage your paid ads while you're running ads. So I'm actually have this document pulled up and I want to actually share it with you guys some of the things in the document because I think you'll get a lot out of it. So here are some ways that you can basically help your ads do better by also putting attention and focus on this ideally somebody else is doing your ads and then you're in charge a lot of the the content especially if you're the face of your brand so the first thing is organic content and I've definitely done podcasts on like is it organic or is it paid like which one is better because I know some people say one or the other and I believe that if you have the bandwidth you should be doing both Um, because when you're running ads people will click on to your profile and see if you're active and see if you're sharing content and connecting with your audience on a regular basis and also if you're bringing in you know leads and people following your brand and they're coming from ads then they're they might start following your social media and they might not be ready to buy from you now but if you stay consistent with your content they might choose to buy from you in two three four five six months from now and so staying consistent with that is really important important so uh or Organic content, Facebook ads will help your business gather more audience and more leads, but to really treat it holistically and get the most out of your business growth, I think it's important to have an organic strategy in conjunction with your paid strategy. And what this typically looks like for people is that you're committing to two to three times a week that you post something valuable on your feed, on your Facebook and your Instagram feed. And then you have some form of regular content. Like to me, organic content also means videos, podcasts, blogs. You have something that you're putting out on a weekly basis that is very valuable content for me it's our podcast and that drives a lot of our social media content i show up i create the content my team turns that into posts and different pieces of content we even actually run ads to it but the key with organic content is that it's extremely valuable so it's if you had the choice of posting every single day and doing it okay or posting twice a week and posting something amazing every time every single time go over the quality the twice a week post something amazing. Do not just post on social media to check it off the box and get it done. Post something where every time you put it out, you feel like if someone read that, they'd get something out of it. Your brand is standing out. You're connecting to your audience. You are standing out more than your competitors. That's very important. So You're committing to consistency and quality. Those are the two most important pieces with organic content. And like I said, the ad is going to bring audiences and leads who will end up following you. And if you're not showing up there, you might be leaving money on the table. The next piece that I think is something that can help you leverage your paid ads and just get more results with paid ads and what what your paid ads are bringing you are instagram stories and i say this and i'm so bad i'm so bad myself at staying up to date on instagram stories i have not yet cracked the code on how do i not have social media on my phone and stay unplugged from social media but still show up on stories i'll let you guys know if i crack it but regardless most people are on social media and aren't as strict as i am but Instagram stories are my favorite way. They're why I still download, you know, Instagram on my phone. I try to show up there because I believe that they're very unique in how they connect with your audience. They are different than just posting, because it feels like this behind the scenes organic connection with your audience that you just can't get from a post or a video or a, even a Facebook live. Um, Personally, when I do go on social media, I'm drawn to the Instagram stories first because I want to see the behind the scenes. So the more you can plan in seeing behind the scenes of your day, of your life, of your business, of your team, the more people are going to connect to you. I also think Instagram stories are really great at um, facilitating direct messages and getting people to start having conversations with you. And so again, if you're running paid ads, which if you you know, if you're running paid ads, you should be getting more followers because your brand is just being put out there. Like somebody clicks an ad, maybe they don't buy from you right away, but they end up following your Instagram. Somehow they've found you. If you're consistent in showing up on Instagram stories and they're seeing the quality of service you provide, you know, they're building that trust with your character, with you and like building that, then they will be much more likely to become a, a buyer, a customer in the coming months, so I think Instagram Stories is a really great way to be, you know, consistently connecting with your audience, engaging with your audience, and also people who engage with your Instagram and, and your Instagram Stories can be specific audiences you can retarget with ads. So having that those audiences grow also helps your ads in that way. So that's another great way to create that holistic, you know, circle of of effort going to growing your business. Okay, the next piece is email marketing. So this one's really important. This one is very critical. If your ads team or you are bringing leads onto your list, it's really important that you're consistently nurturing those leads with regular content. Because you're going, let's say you have a webinar funnel or a lead magnet funnel. You're getting, you know, hundreds hopefully of leads being added into that funnel and there might be an email sequence there better be connected directly to that funnel you know pitching your offer one time or sending them to the next step but after that what content are they regularly getting and the mistake that I see people make is they have a funnel and they maybe have an email sequence attached to it and they get like an initial you know five emails or something and then they're very sporadic with how they email their list it's like whenever they have time it gets pushed to the back burner it definitely doesn't have. Happening every week and then they want to launch something and they ramp up the emails but then they have a low open rate like people aren't used to getting their emails they haven't built the trust so you have a lot of potential in leveraging all these leads with your email marketing some people say email marketing is dead they are wrong like your email list is still very very valuable and every single time I do a promotion I do a live webinar people come through on my email list I will be sharing Ignite results with you guys soon. Um, Over 50% of the people who bought had been on my list for over six months. So if that tells you anything, it's, you know, we're very consistent with nurturing our list. So our recommendation is that you send out at least a weekly content email to your list to keep them engaged so that when you do want to promote or do a live launch they're active they're engaged they're going to open your emails and they're going to have ultimately built trust with you in between when they first came onto your list and the time you're going into a promotion if you have regular content that you're creating for the organic piece such as a podcast or videos it's totally fine and a great process to turn that into your regular email content it's exactly what we do you might notice that our emails um, try to not just be like oh a new podcast episode is released they have some value in the email itself so make sure that you send intentional and valuable content not just you know, again, like social media, don't just cross off that goal of like, oh, I email my list two times a week and I got to write it in this templated version. Really think about it. Ask yourself if someone opens this email and reads this, are they going to get value out of it? Will this stand out from the other emails? Is my subject line going to stand out, you know, from from the other emails? And make sure, you know, if that means only sending it once a week, do that over twice a week where you're rushing and, and, you know, and not creating that intentional content. So, creating consistency and value same with organic marketing applies to your email list make sure you have a strategy in place to continually connect with those leads that you're bringing in from ads so that when you want to promote something in the future you have an engaged list are you ready to outsource your marketing to a team of digital marketing experts Or maybe you've tried other agencies who have not worked out in the past and you're desperate for help. We all know that without successful and consistent marketing, your company will not continue to grow. If you're ready to consider partnering with a team like Hirsch Marketing, go to helpmystrategy.com and apply to work with us. We pride ourselves in having over a 90% client retention rate. We consistently maintain this metric by only taking on clients we know we can help. Visit helpmystrategy.com to go through our application process, where we will give you the exact next steps that we recommend taking based on where you're at today in your business. We manage millions of dollars of ad spend each month for online businesses, and that data combined with our world-class processes honestly can't be found anywhere else. If you're ready to take your marketing to the next level, visit helpmystrategy.com and begin filling out your application today. the final piece in just how to leverage your paid ads and get more out of them is influencer or PR outreach. So getting yourself featured on other popular articles or podcasts or doing guest trainings in an, you know in front of an audience where your ideal customer hangs out can be a really great way to continue to get your name out there and grow your audience. So, if you have connections or you want to put some effort into outreach in, you know, ideal podcasts for you to be featured on or, you know, offer your your expertise in different people's programs or memberships or whatever it is this is a great way to organically get people's eyes on your brand and then they turn into either retargeted ads with your ads or it just goes into that you know whole circle of following that over time if we're consistent with all these pieces really pays off so this is something where it's not as high priority as emailing your list and organic content but it's something where you can put effort into if you have the bandwidth with your your team and your own time that can actually pay off a lot because you're just getting a, you know so much visibility comes with one podcast episode if it's in the right place and it's a good you know host who has a following and, and a lot of downloads on their podcast you can get you know a lot of um, leverage from that okay the second piece to this episode that I want to talk about is how to so we just talked about how to basically leverage your paid ads how to get how to basically support your paid ads with other efforts that you can make so organic your emails showing up for your audience and the key there is that you're consistent and it's quality now the second piece to this is how do we maximize the leads that you are getting with ads how do you make more money with those leads because you're investing in getting them onto your list and you're investing in the audience and the leads now, how do we maximize that so that it's not just that initial one time that you're offering somebody, but it's you know it's more than that. So if ads are working, they're going to be bringing you consistent traffic and leads into your business. And a part of the reason you should be committing to running ads, in my opinion, is you're paying for eyes on your brand. In the old days, you know, years ago, before social media, people would do this through radio ads or billboard ads, and they would just pay to have brand awareness. That was the marketing strategy. So the thing is, those old strategies were really hard to track. Like you couldn't track cost per lead from a radio ad or cost per purchase from your billboard. (laughs) And so business owners would just choose a marketing budget and spend it as best as they could for eyeballs on their brand. That's what they were doing. With Facebook ads, we get a lot more granular with our tracking. We're able to see leads and sales directly attributed to ads. But I think it's very important and often overlooked, actually considering the long game of running ads and the potential to leverage that traffic and leads you get who might not buy from you right away. So that's what these following strategies are for. They're for the people who sign up for your webinar, sign up for your opt-in, you know, sign up and they're sitting on your list, but they haven't bought from you yet. And you wanna leverage that to get more out of what you've already invested. The first thing is flash sales. Once every three to six months, you can run some sort of sale to your warm traffic, to these people on your list, in your audience that you've been building with your ads. To get that infusion of cash and capitalize on the leads you've been investing in and growing. So typically this is a sale that you would do to an offer they already heard about. So let's say you have a webinar to a course. Then you do a flash sale that would maybe be the same offer that was on your webinar. Maybe there was a discount or something and you do like a 48 hour flash sale to that same Product. You do not want to overdo this. So that's why I said three to six months. Three months might even be pushing it. Like you could do six to nine. It depends if you're changing up the offer, but this is a great way to leverage those leads. And there is actually a few ways you can do it because you can run flash sales to your whole list. Like the whole business okay this would be like a black friday sale we have a we have a sale it's going to our entire audience we're telling you know everybody about it who follows us on our email list on our audience that would be one way to do it where it's like specific dates everybody gets access to the sale you also and i've done a whole separate podcast on this but you can run a flash sale in an automated way so in this way, if you have webinar registrants who sign up for your webinar, you could time that, you know, at day 45, after they've been on your list, they get offered the offer again with a flash sale. And so that's another way that you can do it. You can actually do both. You just have to make sure that, you know, you set your emails up right. Um, so I did a whole separate podcast on leveraging flash sales, but, um, this is a great way I mean you can do both like I said you can have it live with dates maybe you do that every six months in your business um and then you also have it built in automated because if you're nurturing in between a lot of those leads are going to come back and buy later and that's where playing the long game is so important okay the next strategy that um we do and that we recommend for a lot of clients and we help clients implement is doing a quarterly live webinar or live event so this is a great strategy for people who are running an automated webinar funnel because automated webinars are really people's preference they're easier to run they can be you know great at consistently bringing in leads and sales without requiring you to show up live do this live webinar, just a lot more work goes into the live webinar. So a lot of people's goal is having that automated webinar. However, while running your automated webinar, you're going to be gaining a lot of leads who won't buy off the opportunity given to them on that that webinar, and also a lot of leads who frankly don't even watch the webinar. You're gonna get a huge percentage who don't. So with that, once a quarter, you can plan to do a live webinar where, I would recommend actually running cold traffic to it, um, but also in re-inviting all of those leads back to that webinar, retargeting them, sending emails to them, and getting them to re-show up to that webinar because a huge percentage haven't watched it, forgot about it, definitely didn't buy your product. Obviously, you're not marketing this to people who have already bought, but this allows you to get those leads signed up for your webinar that have been on your list for a while, hopefully getting that regular content that you've been sending and might be more likely to buy now than they were when they initially signed up for your webinar. Because you have to remember, less than half of the people who signed up for your webinar will even watch it. And even more than that will even remember it. So this is an opportunity for them. Now it's okay in my opinion to do the exact same webinar presentation that you run automated but I do invite you to take this as an opportunity to improve anything in the presentation. So this allows you if you do this like once a quarter this allows you to go back in and look at um, okay people are dropping off at minute 20 maybe I need to change this content or updates to your pitch like there's just always room for improvement and so doing this once a quarter allows you to also make some updates to that presentation and then put that into your automated sequence afterwards so it's a cash infusion it's a process that allows you to update what you have and really again leverage the leads that you're getting in with your ads so we love this strategy we encourage this strategy um It works every single time and it just allows you again to like have those leads that you've paid for and hopefully bringing them on is profitable for you. But this brings you even more ROI once a quarter. Okay, the last point I have here on how to maximize the leads you get with ads is tracking your average cart value and cost per acquisition. So it's highly likely that people who join your email list or buy your offer being promoted through ads are also taking other action on your list as the months and even years go on. This is something you should be paying attention to as a business owner. So for example, if Sally signs up for my 997 course through my webinar funnel and then 8 months from now signs up for my 4997 coaching program, she'll have spent a total of $5,994 with me. Now, if you're running ads to your funnel, your webinar funnel, and you know that a percentage of people do buy something else from you later on, you might be willing and able to make the decision to pay more to acquire them as a customer. If you were looking at Sally and only looking at that $9.97 purchase that she makes, you might say, oh, I'm willing to pay $400 to acquire her as a customer. But what if your average cart value is actually $5,000? Then how much would you be willing to pay to acquire her as a customer? Dan Kennedy, and I know I've talked about this, and Russell says this too, because I think he learned it from Dan Kennedy, but he says the business who can pay the most to acquire a customer will win. So by knowing how much you're willing to pay to acquire your customers, which has to come based on how much you know you're going to make on average from your customers, It allows you to front more money in your marketing and justify it in the long-term growth of your business. So right now you might not know all these numbers in your marketing and that's okay, but it's something I really encourage you. I could do a whole separate podcast on this. Maybe I will, but I really encourage you to pay attention to because just like I believe in custom strategies and creating you know, custom marketing for your business, your numbers are also going to be custom. I'll give you a brief example. On average, the cost per application that you want, let's say you have a high ticket service and you're trying to get applications, on average, industry average, is about $100 to $150 cost per application. Well, my applications, we get like 90% or more qualified people because we decline a lot of applications who come through. And we're also very upfront in the application about how much it is to work with us. So if I decline enough, either they actually go through and get declined or they stop filling out the application because they realize that they can't afford working with us because we're upfront with it within the application. Well, that means our close rate is like above 50% on calls because we're getting the right people in. So I can pay, I'm also selling a higher ticket product, but I can pay more than industry average to get applications and still be profitable in fact honestly we don't pay this much but i could pay 400 500 for an app for one application and still be profitable so that's where my business and knowing my numbers knowing our sales close rate knowing the average cart value that somebody pays when they buy from us and knowing the qualification rate of those applications and even the call show up rate knowing that data allows me to come up with my own number of how much I'm willing to pay for an application and so same with you you should look at how much are you willing to pay to acquire a customer and those numbers are going to be based off of of course your funnel conversions as well as um, the average amount somebody spends with you, which sometimes you, you know, that's something you should look at in like every six to 12 months, because that's long-term data. That is data looking at people who have been sitting on your list for a while and the actions they took. So this is very, very important. And this is how you leverage your ad leads. And the reason why Dan Kennedy says the business who can pay the most to acquire a customer will win is because if I'm that confident in my numbers and like I'm willing to go out and pay $400, $500 even for an application, I'm going to front so much more money on my ads than the little guy over here who can only pay $150 per application because they don't know their numbers. I'm going to get more applications and I'm going to be fronting that money and making more in the long run if that makes sense so all right guys this was a dense, dense podcast episode, lots of content. Um, I probably could have done like three different podcast episodes about this content, but you know I like to bring the value for you guys. I literally uh, went through this resource that I created for all of our new clients coming on and our existing clients uh, for our ads team, but it's all you know, very important pieces. So I hope you got something out of that. If you want to work with Hirsch Marketing and get the support from Hirsch Marketing on your strategies, on your marketing with your paid Facebook and Instagram ads, We are really incredible at building out these, you know, these strategies for the now, but also taking into consideration the long game. We look for people who want partners, marketing partners in their business to really take their business to the next level. So you can go to helpmystrategy.com to go through that application process to see if you qualify to work with us and take it from there. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.